you can be in no man's land. And the fallout from it was multiple mistakes being made, horrible relationship after horrible relationship, not because people were bad, but because I was broken. And because all I could see was all the things that were ever done to me. Right. See, that's where we have to start taking accountability for ourselves. If you keep being in bad relationship after bad relationship after bad relationship, how many times has somebody really said, you know what? It's me. Wow. It could just be me and my stinking thinking and me and my unwillingness to drop my pride or to not be selfish or to humble myself or to love and or receive love. Most of the issues with people like me who've never had a, a father figure or a consistent uh, godly mother figure in my life is that we don't know how to receive love. When you are when my daughter, she's I got an eight month old and a two year old. Top, top, top of the morning, afternoon, and the evening to you, whomever you may be, wherever you may be watching, looking, or listening. It's your boy, Aunt Mo, traveling out of Bando. Let me eat with your big baby. We're going to Wayne's West, my middle name, Tumba. We on episode what, six four. I don't think we missing anything else. Oh, we got ready to see my ears in the building. I thought you couldn't see me because I had my glasses. Oh yeah, because your future so bright yet with the shades on. That way, man. Ready to see Maze, man. That's my whole name. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I got one question, bro. Before we get started. Not today, folk. Not today. But the podcast for the people, man. The people ask a question. Once again, who are these people? The Waniacs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Since he called them out by name, you got to call them things out by name. You better call it out. <laughs> What's your question, folks? Come out of thee. <laughs> I command thee. <laughs> hey, can we cuss on it? <laughs> you go ahead, folk. You know you. Hey, you know you got free. Re- you got free reign. You got free will. Freedom of speech. Yeah. Okay. Six, the, what's that? The sixth of the, the, the six, second amendment. No, that's right. The bar arms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sirski. Get that man in history Welcome class ASAP. <laughs> back to the Wayne's World podcast, coming live and direct from the couch. You on know, back We trying to create a new love on Shway or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? And for all the first time and casual listeners, yeah, come on back round now, yeah, yeah. Show them boys how you do it up in Harlem there, boy. And for all you Waniacs, you know what I'm talking about? Was y'all really asking him if we can cuss on here? They do be asking me that. I just be deleting the messages that they send you. <laughs> you just be deleting that. I, I can't show you them. now. <laughs> I love it from the bottom of my car song. You know what I'm talking about? Hey. Heart talk. You know what I'm talking about? And so, for those of you who are first time and casual listeners, you may be wondering what the Wayne's World podcast is about. I'm glad you asked. Hold on, folks. 
Oh. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're going to get this right. It is a safe haven for the believer. Yeah. Our mission is to water the world with grace. Yeah. And it is for the modern male believer seeking accountability, encouragement, and entertainment. Essentially, we like to talk all things faith, fatherhood, and manhood. Yeah. And so, I, you know, once again, man, fine tuning. I don't feel like we need to change that anymore, but I want to make sure that we get it right. And so with that being said, we're at episode number 64, Randy C. Mays. Wow. How you feeling? Man, amazing, sir. God is good. Yes, sir. Listen, I, you know, it's funny, man, because we kind of talked about it before, but it was even then still a different dynamic. But what is what is your vision been just as you've seen the podcast kind of develop with, you know, adding you to it and, you know what I'm saying, just kind of knowing how God could use you through it, right. you know what I'm saying, and use this platform to be able to bless people. Yeah. What is kind of opened up for you in your mind man for me for me man transparency vulnerability 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 all that all that stuff matters um because at the end of the day god has brought me through the worst times of my life and i'm still here Absolutely. so not being afraid to to share it you know what i mean um the vision has been man is that we continue to grow, um, that the tribe continues to grow, man, and that we just continue to help more people, man, because the DMs that, that I've seen, I mean, I, I, I can't believe that people get that much value out of us talking on this microphone for 30 minutes to an hour, man. Absolutely. It's a, it's a blessing. It's an awesome responsibility. It makes me want to be better. Um, yes, sir. It, it makes me want to study harder, study the word harder. It, it's amazing, bro. Yes, man, sir. It's definitely a blessing, bro, for you. You brought me on here, bro. It's something that I, I never saw it being that you saw a long time ago. Absolutely, dog. Yeah. And 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 it's funny because when I first started the podcast, I was just tired of doing and seeing, you know, just religion and Christianity as usual. Yeah. We absolutely have to get to a place where we are able to be vulnerable and honest right. and real with people about where we're at because yeah. we will never be able to get where we're trying to go without it. Right. And so I'm glad that we can say proudly, this is for the believer. Yeah. No, anybody can listen, but it's for the believer. Yeah. It's for the man. You know what I'm saying? And women still uh, rock with us. Uh, Tanya, you yeah. know, a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? From your, from your uh, group, Definitely support that are women, and I'm grateful that y'all find Absolutely. value. Absolutely, so God we're thankful you. for that. So with that being said, let's get into it. You want to come back? Episode number sixty four. Heal for what? Wow. We're talking broken people, broken relationships, and the question is: Is it your fault? Wow. Is it your fault? So. What I've experienced personally hmm. recently and in, in my past is people that come from different backgrounds. We talking about just life. Some people grew up in the country. Some people grew up in the in the city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you had some people's parents. They were never around. Some people had both their parents. Some people experienced divorces. Yeah. All of these are different reasons and situations that make us look at life through different lenses. Yeah, absolutely. The problem is. When you blame someone else, you blame me for the issues that you haven't dealt with in your life. Wow. 
we got to get to a place where it's not Anthony's fault that you that you still ain't got nobody. That mm-hmm. the reason why you can't heal, why you can't get better, why you get in relationship and to, after relationship and you sleep with this person and that person, that's none of our faults. For us to grow and mature as individuals, as human beings, as believers, we have to learn to, to accept our role in things yeah. and move forward to get better. Because yeah. without that, nothing will ever change. Yeah. Do you have, and, and a, you can be as honest as, you know, you can right. be as into it as you want to, but do you, have you experienced somebody like that? Or have you had a season of life that you lived in where that was maybe an issue for you? Um, yeah, oh, absolutely, man. Um, it took, it took for me, man, and, and, <clears throat> and going through a divorce, it, it took one phone conversation, one of my, one of my good friends, um, that made me just accept the, 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 my part in the divorce. Right. Mm. There, there's always two parts. I don't care who Absolutely. did wrong. Right. There's always stuff you could have did way better. There's spots you drop. It's just what it is. It's, it's the nature of it. Right. Mm-hmm. But I remember, man, for me, and, and the reason why many there, there's the, the reason why there aren't many who know the complete story beginning to end about my divorce is because I'm, I've literally been silenced about it. Right. Right. I remember talking. I remember talking to my best friend about all about all I did in marriage and blah 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 and this that another and how I just I don't understand this that another how 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 this could be happening and all this stuff like that right mm-hmm. and the conviction came though but it's like you mean to tell me that you being a mere man you did all this stuff for somebody and you thought <laughs> it was gonna it was gonna equal this result. Mm. And the conviction is here though Nothing that we do as men Or human beings period Is ever going to trump down on the cross mm-hmm. And there have been seasons of life Where we treat God And barely talk to him Like he Like, like Jesus didn't die on the cross Right So what can we do to, What can we do to or for a spouse That can be equivalent to somebody dying for us that's the conviction. Right. So there's no, so the conviction for me was, it was that, okay, shut that up. You ain't did nothing. You did what a human could do. You'll never do what I can do for somebody. Right. So that made me take responsibility for, okay, where can I be? But it's happened. The divorce is filed. It's happening. It's in motion. There's nothing I can do about it. So for me, it was just like, okay, what are the areas where you sucked? What are the areas where you dropped the ball? What are the areas where you can do better? It made me look at me in the mirror and take accountability for, for, for my actions. Now my question, because it's funny how I don't care what episode, like we talk all the time and we talk about so much stuff Mm -hmm. that it's almost hard to miss talking about something on the podcast that we haven't recently discussed. Right. Knowing what your Achilles heel is as a man, as a believer. Correct. We also pride ourselves, us two specifically, mm-hmm. on being people who can self-assess. Absolutely. Typically, if I'm off, if there's something Absolutely. wrong, mm-hmm. I don't need somebody to tell me because I know, like, I can right. feel it, like, mm-hmm. I can sense it. How do you, even with that conviction, mm-hmm. healthily look at yourself, especially in the midst of all the hell you're going through, to say, I did this, I did X, Y, and Z, I was expecting a result that right. 
maybe is is far reaching or, right. or or you know not realistic. Absolutely. To say what can I do to do better, right. given the fact that right. you may have not even did anything wrong Correct. per se. Right. At the end of the day, it, it, whether it be a loss or whatever it is that you're experiencing in your life, where you you need to do this self evaluation. If the loss, if if the loss is a loss, it's gone. You still have to stay with you for the rest of your life. Right. Whether it be a, a job or a relationship, whatever. If it if if it's gone, it's gone. But you still have there there's power in getting up. Absolutely. Listen, I can't Job after the first test of the enemy says he got up and prayed. After after David and, and Bathsheba, they lost their child. It said David got up and there is power in simply getting up and functioning and looking at yourself every day, even when it hurts. Right. People ask me what divorce feels like. Divorce feels like being kicked in the stomach by a horse that nobody can see, and you still have to stand up straight and function. Because you still have responsibility. If somebody wants to know what a divorce feels like, it's right. that. Yes. Even for the worst of situations. Even for the worst situations. Somebody said, I forgot who it was, Miles Monroe or somebody, I could be wrong, but he said, divorce is worse than a physical death. Mm, because in a physical death, there's finality. Mm. In a spiritual death like marriage, you still have to get up and face yourself and that person in some capacity every day of Absolutely. your life. Absolutely. Because let's not forget that you're tying souls together. You right. become one with this person. Mm-hmm. So that's why even in the worst of situations where it may be better that y'all are apart, it still hurts yeah. deeply. That is a great analogy. Yeah. One of the things that like people don't know is the internal struggle that I dealt with wow. for months Leading up to it, like the final where I knew in my heart and my mind, Anthony, in my in myself, I know as a believer, you can all you can do is get up and stand. And when you've done all you can do to stand firm, stand firm. Then again, you still get to the end of yourself. Where I I was alone and I and I sat in my car, I literally sat in my car and I felt like I had nobody. I felt lost. I was afraid. I was hurt. And I wasn't even hurt for myself as much. I I was hurt for the failure that I felt like it came along with not having a quote unquote successful marriage. But I also struggled with, well, how are people going to view me? How, you know, how is the church going to, you know, treat me? You know, and and let's not keep let's not be mistaken. People did treat me different. A lot of relationships were not were, were never the same as a result of that. But you're alone, and the only person you have there is God. And I talked to my pastor, and I and I I'm not even I'm not making this up. I felt like, and and it's and it makes sense if you can follow me. It says that marriage mirrors the relationship. Between Christ and the church Christ Suffered Before the cross So much that they say he sweat blood And he asked the father If you could, if this cup should pass from me I literally felt in a way I'm not Jesus I'm not being weird I felt so much Agony From the thought of breaking that up 
Because you have to think, what does that mean for your family dynamic? What does that mean for my child, my one child that I had at the time? You, as a man, typically most men are thinkers. So I'm, I've been thinking about all of these things over and over, month after month, as I'm trying to prepare myself. And, and at the same time, having to come home and look at somebody and go through the motions, I felt like as if I could have sweat blood. So it, it's, it's a lot that goes into it. And the fallout from broken relationships and people, even for the most uh, mature person, even for the person that could read themselves like a book, you can be in no man's land. And the fallout from it was multiple mistakes being made. Horrible relationship after horrible relationship, not because people were bad, but because I was broken and because all I could see was all the things that were ever done to me. Right. See, that's where we have to start taking accountability for ourselves. If you keep being in bad relationship after bad relationship after bad relationship, how many times has somebody really said, you know what? It's me. Wow. It could just be me and my stinking thinking and me and my unwillingness to drop my pride or to not be selfish or to humble myself or to love and or receive love. Most of the issues with people like me who've never had a, a father figure or a consistent uh, godly mother figure in my life is that we don't know how to receive love. When you are when my daughter, she's I got an eight month old and a two year old. You tell them you love them all the time. You affirm them. They learn to receive love before they can talk. But when you are put in a position where you can't do that, then it starts to make some very imperfect teenagers and and men that don't know how to treat people, that don't know how to receive love from somebody. So when somebody does something, you're, you're standoffish or you think it's you think it's something it means something that it doesn't mean. So we have to be very careful when we are in relationships, when we're wanting to become one with somebody, when we want to share a bloodline with people that we understand all of these things that we help ourselves get better and mature because if we don't, we end up being 30, 40, 50 years old. Broken relationship after broken relationship. Like Randy said, nobody wants to deal with you. Nobody wants to talk to you. You're the angry, bitter person that sits on the back row. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. And just, you got to deal with you every day. Even in the confines of a relationship, you got to deal with you on your worst day. Be honest about who you are and where you are. At the end of the day, Randy will tell you, I'm jacked up. I got some stuff that yeah. I that I deal with up here yeah. that sometimes I, I hate that my mind even goes there. I even hate the fact that I, I can I can I can dwell in two different environments well. Mm-hmm. You have to know you and be honest about that. It, you're going to exhaust yourself fighting yourself. I, I, I went back and I went back to Romans 7, man. I just I, I went and I went and I studied. Paul fighting himself. Remember, I, I told you that I don't always, when I go to the word, man, I don't always go and read about Jesus mm-hmm. simply because Jesus was God. Sometimes <laughs> I need to read about some regular people who felt regular things. So I'll go read about Paul, I'll go read about David. I'll go read about Joseph. And so, man, that, mm-hmm. I went and looked at the, the war with itself, man. And, and the monster, the fleshly mindset. And then the mindset of being in the spirit and all the stuff like that, man, at the end of the day, 
So we stay on topic, man. Deal, deal with you. Because one thing I've never been able to do is control the actions of another. Mm-hmm. If you're waiting, there is Daniel says, if you're waiting on somebody to apologize to you for your own healing, then you're basing your own healing on their growth. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest. Some people never grow. And you're running and you're, and you're running and risking your own growth waiting on somebody else. So you may fall into the trap of somebody that you've hurt and you may, you just, you may never grow because you're waiting on somebody else to grow and apologize. Mm-hmm. If they say, I'm sorry, you still hurt. Mm-hmm. Just heal. One of the right. greatest things, and, and Anthony has experienced what he's experienced in life, but I, I've heard him be 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 honest and transparent about his shortcomings and stuff that he's experienced, and it allowed me to be able to move differently in my season of going through divorce. Mm-hmm. I jumped. I was divorced in December. I was in counseling by January. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I was going through painful things. I, I've seen people um, go through things in life. Who, who left the church temporarily trying to deal with it, I showed up every Sunday and Thursday and continued to serve for a reason. It hurt. I knew people were talking. I knew people wasn't feeling nothing in their spirit. They had heard someone they wanted to come be nosy. I showed up anyway for a reason because I've seen people leave the church because they went through something and then show back up to the church like somebody owes them something. Right. What, they owe you nothing? It's a lack of growth, a lack of maturity. I'm not, I'm finna face this every day. If I have an, uncom- uh, an uncomfortable conversation with my pastor who I look up to, who who, who, is, who guides me, I know he loves me, mm-hmm. I'm showing back up the next Sunday. Absolutely. I'm not running from it. That's it. Why would he take the time to tell me something about me? I'm showing up anyway. Deal with you. Yeah. See, because it's something you said that, I did for years and I think it's it's important that we deal with it directly because there's something very dangerous about being able to exist in two different environments. There's something very deceptive about being right. able to be a chameleon. I prided myself on being able to go sit at this table and be right. able to interact and sit at yeah. this table and be this type of yeah. person and you're able to hide. Yeah what's really going on in your life. Right. And you have to be able to choose who you are and what you want to be at some point to be able to ultimately get where you're trying to go. Right. I, I was in 2015 when my divorce was finalized, there was no way I've, I've, I felt like she was the problem. And all I needed to do was get away from her and then I would be happy and I would be healed and I would be restored. And you could ask the next four females that I dealt with <laughs> if that was the truth. Because guess what? They became the problem. Wow. Tell the truth, man. Absolutely. See, as men especially, we are able to dictate a lot of the times how the relationship is going to go. If you're, If you got anything going for yourself at all. You can dictate a relationship in a positive way right. or a negative way. It totally yeah. depends on how you want to handle it and how mature you are. So to be able to go into counseling or to be able to, I'll take a step back, to be able to have the hindsight to say, bruh, this is what I did vastly wrong yeah. in the process of right. getting to where I'm at. Because this is 2021. I'm just now 
healthily in a relationship with my, we've been married for over a year now, but just now in a healthy relationship where I can receive love from her wow, and where we can have healthy dynamics. Now there's not a lot, like nobody's beating each other or there's not a lot of arguing at all, but right. to be in a place where something can go wrong or something negative can happen and my mind doesn't go left field and say, well, I'm finna right. You you know what I'm saying? Stay there, Doc. That's a that's a growth that you need to have because not every time your husband or wife comes home, the second one, or for some people the third or the fourth one, they're gonna have the best day. So if if you're gonna internalize every issue that they've dealt with for the day, it could just be a bad day. Nothing negative to your relationship, but if you right. take in what that first, second, or third person did to you. You're never going to be able to heal. You're never going to be able to have a healthy relationship. And you're going to pass on bad things to your children. Absolutely. We have to learn how to cultivate healthy relationships outside of a spouse first. Me and Randy connecting and being connected as long as we have. Sometimes we don't even be talking about nothing. We just be talking <laughs> a about lot of the time. <laughs> we be talking a bunch of bull crap, and then we'll find our way into a dope conversation right. about something. Yeah. Then we'll go right back to the bull crap, <laughs> and that works for us. You get what I'm saying? But right. you need to have some people you can lay some stuff bare with. Community. But, but the help. But but I'll tell you one of the best things about our relationship is that I can't live in any space too long. Number one, he won't allow me to. Number two, I feel weird. Yeah. You got to be careful about the people that you, y'all, all y'all can do is sit around and talk bad all day. Talk yeah. negative. Talk about how much you hate this and how much this person always doing. I don't want to do that all day. And so cultivate healthy relationships with people that you love and you trust. Pray about it. Yeah. We're believers. So many times, like in something that Randy spoke about recently is being able to go to God with things first. Bringing him every little thing. Hey, God, I, you know, I, I just, I would like to do this in my life. How do you, you know, give me your input. Speak to me. Show me something. Give me a sign. Hey, if I'm supposed to do this, let me know. Hey, if this person is right for me, we're talking just on a friendship level. Let it, let it show. If it's not, then do the exact same on the opposite side. Like, show me that I need to get them out of my space. But what we don't need to do is be in the church and be the biggest gossipers continuously. Right. In ministry sake. Right. No, no, no. We're not going to keep doing that. Right. Because in the last, like I said, in the last like four to six weeks, I fell out with people for no good reason. I didn't do anything. But you have to understand when people are in your life for a season. Yeah. When, when you may have been put there just to implant something in them, and if they don't take it and run with it and vice versa, then we got to part. Right. But what you can't do is if you don't get better, if if you don't learn from the things that God is trying to show you because you're going to stand before him. Right. It ain't going to be me and Randy up there like, yo, you know what I'm, I'm going to tell you about my boy real quick. It don't work like that. Right. I have to be accountable for me. So is it your fault? Yeah. Take fault. Like just, <laughs> man, one of the big things about being a man even Ownership. is saying, hey, yeah. I got it. It's on me. Yeah. I listened to uh, Secret to Success. I listened to ET, and they were talking about how he he takes blame for stuff. He takes stuff on the shoulders that he didn't even do. 
<laughs> Facts. But the fact that it's his company and then he hired this person or he attached himself to this person and he allowed this person to hire this person, he says, you know what? I take fault for that. As men, we'll go a long way with our wives, with our spouses, with our children even. If we just say, you know what? That was on daddy. Yep. Maybe that was on me. I, I, I'll mm-hmm. do better. Yeah. Let's find a way to grow and mature so that we don't have to stay in the same season for life. We, I'm still sitting on that season for Sakers podcast where we talk about how God is going to take us through things over and over again until we get them or until we die. Yeah. Because God can't elevate what he can't penetrate. Wow. If he can't, if he can't get through to you, why is he going to put you in front of some other people? Just because he spoke to a donkey don't mean <laughs> you like for real. So let's work at cultivating yeah. men. Let's work at cultivating. And I think that'll, and I think that'll get us where we're trying to go. Absolutely. At the, at the end of the day, what's the first thing that God said to Adam in the garden? He gave him responsibility. Well, first of all, he gave him responsibility. I'm sorry. But then he said, Hey, this is your land. This is what you're responsible for. Take it, till it, make it better. Water it, care for it. So we got to do the same thing with our relationships, with our children, with our spouses, with our friends. Don't be the man. Listen, in the church, divorce is large. It's I think it's larger than in the world at this point. That's the first thing. Number two, we have a reputation of being some of the most messy, gossipy people. We have no light, no joy within us. Consider your ways. Consider your circle and then let's work at, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's work at bettering ourselves and the people around us. If you can't change the people around you, change the people around you. <laughs> I've been hearing that a lot and I actually love that saying. That's dope. So. I Real quick, man, before we, yes, before we wrap it up, man. I was going to say, man, so you'll see a lot of memes about uh, little meme prayers that be like, Lord, uh, dismiss who's not for me or this, like all the stuff what you just discussed. Right. I'm going to challenge you to do this, though. But be prepared before you do it because God's going to do it. Ask God to reveal yourself to you. Mm. Like, yeah, show me the show me the secret thing that I've been moved that's been attached to me for so long. That it's normal. Hmm. Yeah. We, we we moving around with some bad habits that we had because we hung around our uncles and they had conversations around us that we shouldn't have been listening to. Yeah. But it's been living with us so long, bro, that it's just like It's what we do. It's what we do. Yeah. So and all that stuff gets revealed to you. And once it's revealed, it, it's on you. Those who are spiritual who attach you will, will begin to see it. Mm-hmm. And just listen to them. They ain't nobody told them your business. Ain't nobody you got to trust that that prayer got answered and you got revealed to you and then you deal with that thing. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to hurt, but you're going to be better. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that we deal with as, as Christians that we, that we operate and move in that we should honestly be disgusted by. Right. But it's the norm. It's just, oh, it's just we downplay right. it. And we don't realize that that thing is why we walk around feeling so heavy all the time. Desensitized, and we, yeah, and we, and we used to operate. We used to operate in heaviness, right? Mm-hmm. It don't have to be that way, y'all. It, this is me talking to me. 
my burden is easy, my yoke is light. I believe is that that's the the correct quote for that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm I, I want I want us to be just better people, man. I as all myself included, I want to be a. I don't think I'm a bad person. I want to be a better person. What I don't I don't want to get to I don't want to get to heaven, man. And God sit me down in a chair and show me the life I could have had if I just would have if I would have went left instead of right here, or if I would have did here, or right. if I wouldn't apologize here, if I wouldn't have slipped up and did that. I don't I don't want that. Right. While I'm here, I want to experience everything God to have. That way I can be a testament to what God can through through a broken creature. That, that was the only bit I was going to add about yes, that, man. Sir. Pray to reveal you to you, man. I think, and look, let me correct it again. I think it's my yoke is easy, my burden is light. I don't know. Y'all let me know in the comments. But uh, we, do, we, we do believe and in, in, in read and, in, in, you know what I'm saying, no Bible. But, you know what I'm saying, I don't mean we uh, perfect scholars out here. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> but no. Um, theologians. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Natural theologians. <laughs> yeah, man. But we glad to be back. Absolutely. We glad to be, uh, you know, chopping it up with the community, man. Yeah, man. Um, God bless y'all. And with that being said, let's get into the question of the day. Let go. And so, man, let's just let this be the come to Jesus moment. Yeah. Because the question is, is it your fault? Do you just need to accept the fault and just move forward and get better? Wow. You're talking to two people who have been very broken in portions of their lives, whether we even knew it or not. That's the crazy thing. Sometimes you're broken. You don't even know you're broken. You're just on autopilot. Because you're used to doing life a certain way. Wow. So, is it your fault? Number one. Number two, are you dealing with broken relationships right now? And if you are, what are you willing to do about it to get better? Because that, listen, what what did you say? Walk around heavy? What did you say? Walk. We walk around heavy for no reason. Heavy for no reason. We're supposed to cast our cares on the Lord, and that's not just a cool quote. We're literally supposed to cast our cares on him. So what are you willing to do, man or woman of God, to better yourself? To walk around with some freedom for once. Because a a Christian not walking in victory ain't appealing to a soul. That's it. (laughs) Ain't appealing to not a person, folks. So... Listen, man, we thank you for tuning in to Absolutely, another episode yeah. of the Wayne's World Podcast. You know what I'm saying? We want to be a safe haven for the believer. You know what I'm saying? And we want to connect with anybody who wants to connect with us. Listen, we are beyond, you know, we definitely want to do calls of action and things of that nature we do because that's what you what you need to do. But we hope that you find value enough that you share, subscribe, like all those things on your own. Gladly, because somebody needs to hear it. We thank you. We thank everybody who's been sharing and getting people and getting us new people. Like I've been getting new followers and new subscribers without me having to do anything, which right. lets me know that the message is connecting and the people are doing what people do when they get value. And so, man, we love you. We thank you. Uh, we appreciate you for tapping in with the Wayne's World podcast. You know how we end every podcast. Life is hard enough. So don't just live, live elevated. Until next week, we love you. May the Lord keep you. We'll see you at the conference. Peace. (laughs) That way. Yeah.